I have no idea who we play in week eight. Oh, come on. You do it you game by game. You do it game by game, Tom. Who do we play next week? C9, right? I think it's C9. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, week number four. More info. You have Cloud9 versus Eager for Ooh. Sunday. I knew it. Ooh, these times are incorrect. Uh, if you guys are looking at the God damn it, site, Dan! If you guys are looking at the esports site, games don't start at 9.30 p.m. on Thursday. Should be the same old song and dance. I believe. Maybe I'm maybe I'm telling a lie, but I believe they That'd are the weird. same old song and dance. Okay. Well, anyway. Hi guys. Welcome to Really, a show where I say stupid shit and then he says stupid shit and then he gets mad at me because I said stupid shit, but I get mad at him and we just yell at each other. My shit is less stupid, but that is generally the the idea of the game, I think. Backhands having work done. Thank you, Chaostic. What a smart guy. So, uh, yeah, games are at the there same time. That should be fun. But let's talk about last week games before we uh, get before we get into anything. And the shit. week of so, free FP. It never uh, is. I know, for the record, that every was season all there's man. one. That was all every man. season. There's one, and you're like, okay, it's just two o two o two o two o, and it isn't, or it is, <laughs> and they're all backwards. Yeah, and like. Oh man, so AFK versus enemy. I mean, so AFK looked really strong here. Are you guys still strict? Like, are you guys yeah, still yeah. partners? I mean, we scrimmed enemy like one week because AFK was like, we have to go like to the DMV or something. Like, they they had to do shit, <laughs> so we scrimmed enemy right, once. Right. But like, yeah, we that's we cool. AFK, that's dope. We, good time. Yeah, so so I mean, like, AFK just looked really strong. There's really, mm-hmm. I mean. AFK and Epsilon came out this weekend and just played some of the best might I've ever seen. Honestly. Epsilon, yeah, Epsilon looks so Eps- good, man. And it's... Epsilon. Why is it, right? Like, that's the question that comes I mean, up to me because it, it it's such a thing, right? But it's like, NA's the better region, blah, blah, blah. But like... It generally is. Yeah, like... <laughs> You go to a LAN event, and then EU's like, fuck, we have to adapt to the NA meta because it's stronger. And, like, right. one game, excluding Barracuda being sick, one game since Worlds has gone to EU at a LAN. And not, not a match. And I think, I think Epsilon is the team that changes that. Maybe. Like, exactly, maybe. I'm not sitting here saying Epsilon yeah. can definitely beat AFK and the other top teams. Um, but... I think that Epsilon is... Because you know what they did? they did? They played things that were just good smite independent of their meta. I think yeah. the, one of the best smite plays I have ever seen in my entire life was the first blood and the third blood in the second game. Or the first game. Uh, whichever one Adapting played Fenrir in. They, they had the, the... Do you remember this play specifically, Kret? No, I don't watch it, you. There, so there was, there was the... Um, Sentry Ward by the enemy purple in the dual lane. And they deward it. Or, or Epsilon dewards it. And then London Conspiracy dewards it. So Epsilon knows that there's a sentry there. They put a regular ward down. Yeah. And then they wait in the corner of the jungle entrance. Oh, yeah. Classic. From classic the lane. play. Yeah. So, like, Emilzy comes up to clear it, obviously. And Adaptic's just waiting with his dog, but like, he's already in ult form. Yeah. Ad- Emilzy comes. <laughs> Eats him, brings him right to like uh, fucking who was it? It was it was Emilino and some other guy, right? Yeah. And they just they just yeah. three on one him because they knew he was gonna do that. And like that's that's so the good. play that like everyone a hopes to get and b everyone's <laughs> like, 
yeah, we should do this. And then you get in game and you just siege a tower or something and you die in yeah. the tower or whatever. Um, <laughs> another one of my favorite plays is, and I've done this a few times, Poseidon's the best character. Do this in your casual games. It's hilarious. You play Poseidon mid, <laughs> right? And you rotate towards light, right lane, but you loop around the mid camp and you just hide in the corner. And then they yeah, walk yeah, past yeah. and you crack at them. Every okay. time. It's so yeah. good. You can do you can do it as as a hunter or a jungler where you just, yeah, you you, just you, hide you, there you, or sometimes you the, people are chasing you, you you just sit there and they run past and you're like hey, got <laughs> you just run out of lane of wait and then you should like but those plays by design like yeah. you could tell that that was the play that epsilon was making at what was it three minutes I don't I don't have my my scorecard here but like the, like at that point in time that was their game plan mm-hmm. maybe not from the get go but for a little bit and that like that type of foresight that's quality you know like that's quality smart independent of your meta and that's the type of stuff that really makes people think or should make people think like damn sure this team (laughs) i mean they they've epsilon has mechanics and they've got picks and they've got They've got good play. They also do some shit in this yeah. fucking... I mean, Raffer's, like, Soulstone Sylvanas. <laughs> I get it. It's still fucking weird. It's fucking weird, dude. He's 8 for 8 on that count. Well, he's he 8 for 8 because lost. he keeps winning. Like, duh. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I mean, I'm, that's like saying, like... But his KDA like, also reflects it nicely. But that's like saying that, like, Trix Tank was undefeated with Guan Yu before the launch turn. It's like, yeah, because they didn't lose any fucking games. <laughs> Like, I mean, sure, yeah, he's good sure. at that god. It's probably his best. And, like, giving it to him is scary, but... He's got a 5.7 kill-death ratio. Kill-death-assist ratio. Yeah, they're beating everyone! Like, that's... <laughs> that's a part of it, though, right? I, it is, it is, but it's it's sort of the correlation-causation thing, right? Maybe maybe the Soul Stone isn't why they're beating people. Maybe no, it is. No, 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 I don't no, know. no, no, no. The Soul Stone... I'm, I'm, I don't disagree with the choice, yeah. but... No, I, I see why it's doing it. Like, you get a shit ton of MP5, and you heal yeah. forever, and, like, it stacks up really easy. Like, word. But, like, I don't know, man. That's just Epsilon. They they do their own thing, and they do it well, and that's really good. Yeah. And, like, they're, they're, they're the most dominant team internationally right now. Like, within now, how much, how much of a how much a part of that is adapting by himself? Um, because I feel like that was the old story of Epsilon, but now they've really sort of stepped it up. Yeah, no, I mean, it used to be the Epsilon carry show, but we've seen this before. It was called Exertus Esports, and then they won (laughs) Worlds as Cog Prime, and then, you know, there's C9 and the Omegaleth. But, like, when Vicious and Delicious first came on the scene, it was the Aninsur support squad. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. No, this was before. No, this no, no, was no, before... no, 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 Vicious and Delicious. Okay, actually. sure, Vicious and Delicious. But either way, it was the answer support squad. You had answer, you had four other dudes who even knew who they were. It was actually yeah. it was uh, you won't heater Barracuda and was it Ionic at the time? I, I think feel it was like Ionic. it was. That I think was, it was yeah, Ionic. Was, yeah. But like. They didn't matter, and he killed everybody, and then eventually Barracuda started killing everybody too, and like, this is how a team grows into a position of complete dominance, but generally, over an extended period of time, the team that is on top usually cannot continue to improve faster than the teams below them do. So eventually, people catch up. And this is, you know, maybe it'll equalize 
uh, EU and NA internationally because Epsilon is so dominant. Yeah, I think I think because for a while, I mean, this is how the the scene sort of grows, yeah. right? I mean, NA was. I mean, who was it? It was Dignitas back when, mm-hmm. like, your squad, right? It was yeah. Dignitas, and then it was Exertus into Cog into Cloud9, and now it's AFK. But in the world of AFK, it's be- that AFK was like the that was the growth spurt of the scene, where like AFK can be identified as potentially the number one team, but the contention in between there is so much more intricate. Team Sol- uh, Team Solomon had their spot when they were Cog Red. Don't get me wrong, but like. You, you know what I'm talking about. That was sort of the growth spurt, right? When the mm-hmm. beginning of this SPL season, where NA was like, all right, realistically speaking, Team Solomid, Cloud9, AFK can all be number one teams, and Eager very quickly, this split is sort of like us two. And I mean, like, shit, enemies number two, right? Like, shut the fuck. Like, to get there, we had to see those individual teams do it. In Europe, we, really ha- we didn't really have that. Like, Team Solomid did their thing, right? When they were uh, the team now known as Paradigm. Mm-hmm. They did their thing around launch, which was still Dignitas time, honestly. But they did their thing. Yeah, it was Dignitas Cog time, and like, yeah. even then, I feel like if if Cog didn't drop that like one fire giant to Trix tank, Cog took the tournament. You know? Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even so... then, it wasn't like, oh yeah, they like won. It it was like, yeah, they won, and they were undefeated, and they played really well, but like. Might not have been that way. Yeah. So, like, but but for the purposes of growing the scene... No, 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 no. You can't let me take away Europe's accomplishments. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what I do. It is what you do. But for the purposes of growing the scene the way the North American scene grew, right? Team Solomon sort of counts. I, I honestly don't feel like Titan count. I feel like Titan and Fnatic both went 50-50 for an era, right? We're like, Titan yeah. got to second at Worlds, but they weren't dominant. And Fnatic started murdering people on land for a, for a little bit, but, like, couldn't do it online, and then vice versa now recently, right? So, like, they sort of combined for some domination, but not really. Epsilon is here to dominate, and I'm hoping that this is the, like, final... Everybody plays against Epsilon in this fall split, right? And then, like, fuck you, Epsilon goes to Worlds. And then Spring comes along, and everybody has to fight and learn how to beat Epsilon. And then EU is sort of right there. You know what I mean? I think I think that that's where we could land, honestly. Sorry, I was just shit-talking you in Oh, man. But, but so, like, I, I feel like... I feel like Epsilon is the team to really... Raise. They're the hope. They're exactly. They're Mel Gibson in Braveheart. Oh God! (laughs) Nobody wants to be Mel Gibson. Maybe in Braveheart, but yeah, no, in 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 Braveheart, not in (laughs) very specifically in Braveheart, not when being pulled over by a police officer. Uh, Or definitely not in Passion (laughs) of the Christ. Yeah. So 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 Epsilon definitely not an upset. That was like that was the two O that you could count on because. Uh, they're they're really good. Um, everyone else got an upset, and I want to start with Justice. So Justice okay. started the week, and they got shit on. Oh. Um, and then they switched their soul laner from Sausage to Mr. Crunchy, and they didn't. And you know, it was and funny that was because dope. it was funny because going into this, a lot of people Sausage was the guy on this team. 
for me personally at first. I think mm-hmm. I moved away from that. But Sausage was the guy on this team, and, you know, they, they had to make some swaps. It was funny. So Lydia's not coaching the team, but she's, like, sort of around. Uh, but for, but the coach for, the, for Justice was actually sick last week. So yeah. Lydia stepped up and was doing the, the coaching, uh, the, the direct coaching. And for, Lydia's for the a really good coach. I mean, sure. Like, I, 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 so want, like, I need she to see took, like, more stuff, but, she like, she's been doing worst, work in Latin. She took the worst Southern Latam team, and now they're like fourth in contention for Lane. She's, Have you worked with her? Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, so you sort of like Lydia's... have you like coached her on coaching? I guess you could say. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I like I I I raised her, and now my baby <laughs> is making making justice win SBL games. <laughs> so like I saw because I've seen her do work in 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 Latam. You know, shouts to Renegades of Hell. I've watched her sort of do her thing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and like, this is cool. This is, I, I like to see her making this transition. I, w- I would love to see, you know, that'd be fun. But so, um, what's it called? Uh, Cherio says, if you think Crunchy is why Justice won, I don't know what to say. No offense to Justice. I mean, Crunchy isn't why they won, but no. it's, it's a team helped. game. And, because and, like, they got really, and, and it's just sort of like looking at the difference between Thursday and uh, Sunday, Saturday mm-hmm. was Sunday. huge. Right. Because Thursday, Justice gets ahead, but Sausage feeds Zelia. Mm-hmm. Sunday, and, Justice gets ahead. And who knows what's going on behind the scenes, right? That's also performance, true. Performance isn't everything. But performance, I like for a fact, I spoke to Lydia. Performance for a fact was a part of it. But I, you know, I sort of got the gist. She didn't tell me anything exactly. I don't know what's going on in their comms. But I got the idea that it wasn't 100% for performance maybe like 80 percent you know sure. and so like sometimes just a change of scenery is what you need like godpool i Whatever. mean shout like you guys just got omega right mm-hmm. omega wasn't the reason cloud nine was losing but no. changing it up will help yeah. you know what i mean I, so, we like, talked a few like, weeks ago but like more. in dota evil geniuses won the international took home like <laughs> 10 billion dollars and then made a roster change like, sometimes you just make roster changes. Exactly. So, like, you you need a change of scenery. And I mean, like, I, I actually mentioned that to, um, shit, I forget who I was talking to, but it was, it was, I, I asked Adonis, and then I asked somebody who had, I asked Scott Gandhi, um, who, like, mm. you know, not to diminish what Adonis did, fuck you, Kevin, Reason Gaming, but, like, Gandhi's an act, like, he's, he's a super winner when it comes to esports. And he's like, yeah, dude, sometimes you just need a change of scenery, a change of pace, a swap of a player, even when you're doing well, to just sort of light a fire under your ass and work together as a team sure. and just change, you know, changing your window sometimes changes your perspective. Yeah, totally. So, so the swap, I think, helped Justice. We'll see how it continues in the future, but I mean, they took a game off of Titan. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Titan, honestly, Titan, since Worlds, it seems like they've been on a very slow and not that strong downward trend, but a downward trend nonetheless. I agree. Like, I completely agree. We're talking, if they were at an 8 before, they're at like a 7.4, right? But there's a very slight, it's like when you put a pencil on the desk and it slowly 
rolls and you don't notice it till it's moved a couple of inches, that's kind of where they're at, I feel like. Wait, we're in week four, you fuck. We're not in week five. No, we're in week four. Week three just ended. No, you said week five. D- no. I'm on to you. I'm on to you. No, I never and anyway, that. anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> so then there is the enemy upset. And enemy... Dude, this whole seven season's three. been an enemy upset. What the They're 7-3. They right? should not be 7-3. Yeah, no, they shouldn't. They 2-0'd Cog, which, like, okay, sure. Uh, I think they, they got 2-0'd by AFK, which is like, yeah, sure. And then they 2-0'd Elevate. And, like, okay, 4-2. Four, four <laughs> like... And then they 2-0'd Denial, which, like, Probably wasn't really supposed to happen. That but, wasn't supposed to happen. But, like, but denial. I get it. I get I, I, it. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll like, denial that. has holes, and enemy was just like, yo, what up? And, yeah. like, they exploited them. And then they won one C9, and that definitely wasn't supposed to happen. But I get it, too, because this is not the same C9 that won Worlds. They have looked very different. They've been adjusting to Baskin Drum in the solo lane because he plays differently. Very different. And the whole team yeah. has been playing differently. And Inster has changed his play style, which is fine. And mm-hmm. so maybe enemy just being a little bit more comfortable playing towards their draft, etc. It's not an unreasonable. That. It's not even that upsetting. But they're still 7-3. And they're still not oh, the I... team you expect to be 7-3. Yeah. Like, I that first week I gave it to COG flat out. I was very surprised yeah. when enemy won. But Wait, who's on COG? All right, Andy. That's Homafe. Homafe actually said that he was going to be quitting competitive smite. Who are who are they going to have jungle for them? You're you're fucking with me, right? No, who's on Cog? Dude, I can't keep homie, track, homie, dude. They had like three Effie teams. Has, now they have two Effie at once. Has, and then Homie Effie hasn't played for this team in like this is a completely different team. Oh, is that the one with Kabam? This is this is a Roar Kabam DJ Mirror. Yeah, the it's best. the Kabam squad. Homie Faye hasn't been on this team for like four fucking weeks, dude. Oh my god, you play in the same region. Anister did the same thing. We asked him how he's gonna prepare for COG in the post game, and he was like, "Oh no, actually, who's on COG? Nobody knows who's on this team. They beat nobody team knows who's on the team. Like, yeah, nobody knows. I don't know. They beat Team Solo fucking mid. You better know who's on this team. Wait, did they? Yes." They beat Team Solo mid this week. Like, oh yeah, a, that happened. Yeah, I in a game that, that they like hard body won. Yeah, and then, like, no, was, we'll get to that. In a second. I remember I, I was like, Yo, Kabam. I heard you guys won, and he was like, Yeah, and I was like, Yeah. This this cog roster. I mean, I'll come back to this cog roster because this enemy. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop with enemy. I don't think that they're this good. And like, agree. Maybe I'm doing them a huge disservice. Maybe I'm being horribly rude. But, I mean, I see Pain to be on. I see Vicium. <clears throat> I see Salt Machine Chaos Wiggles. And, like, I, I don't think that they're bad players. I definitely believe that they belong in the SPL. I just, I don't think that they're better than Cloud9. I don't think that they're better than Eager. I don't think that they're, like, I think 7-3 and three is very deceptive right now. Yeah. I just... I will say though, I do want to give credit to Chaos specifically. I played Chaos a casual. Chaos stepped up a lot. Chaos, so gameplay wise, Chaos is he stepped it up, and like like I said, I think that this team has solidified themselves as they do deserve to be in the SPL. 
when yeah. Payne swapped everybody, everybody was like, ooh, how, how shitty are these guys going to be? And I think they definitely raised They're their not. finger up. They're good. Yeah. I think they definitely raised their finger up. So... I I like that. I think they're they're capable of being. I think they're like better than denial. Put it that way. That's where I think they sure. are, right? Denial level. But and chaos has stepped it up. But on the other side of things, I played a casual the other day, and I was not in a good mood. Um, and I was Don't playing. Don't when you're not in a good mood. Very true. I was playing. It I was help. playing solo lane on a character that I'm not good at. Don't remember which one. And I was like. Not like nodding out, but definitely distracted and like falling mm-hmm. asleepish. So I was just getting shit on, right? And Chaos is in the jungle, and I'm like, help, 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 dude, can you help me? Like, come on, man, just gank. He's jungle. Yeah. I'm like, gank. And he's like, all over the map. And he's like, hey, man, like, you know, you should ward right here. You're pushing up a little too far. And I'm just like, dude, just fucking gank. Like, I'm not like yeah. shitting on him, but I'm not being nice. Yeah. And he's just like, well, you know, this situation's happening in the left lane, so I have to be around here for Gold Fury. Why don't you just ward here and here, maybe buy this, and was just totally, like, the guy everyone wishes they were. Just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. no problem, man. I gotta do this jungle and gang there, but I'll be right there. Like, so, you know what? And it was funny, because I gave him a lot of yeah. trash. And then he came in on the, on the post-game interview the next day and did not mention it at all. I was like, what's up, Chaos? How you doing, buddy? He's like, Thank you so much for having me on. It was just mad polite. And I'm like, this was your opportunity to call me out on being a dickbag to you in casuals on yep. the mainstream. Yep. And like, he handled He was just super nice to me in game. And like, you know, so if you're out there, chaos, apologies. But it was very cool to see, you know, the type of guy chaos is. Because I, I don't know him. I don't know. These yeah, he's, he's been a pain. really cool guy for a long time. I mean, I've sort of like been acquaintances with him for a bit. And he's just, he's chill. And that's, yeah. like, that's the guy you want on your team. Someone who's not really going to, like, be a pain in the ass. Yeah. I mean, like, he, like, he reminds me of Renz, where he's just like, sure. dude, I'm having so much fun. Really glad to be in the SPL. Yeah. Except, yeah. except Chaos is winning. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, too. <laughs> uh, let's see. So there's the enemy upset. There's the cog <laughs> upset. There's the justice upset. And then what other upset was there? Uh, it was Europe. It was Europe? Dign- Dignitas. Dignitas won. Really? Mm-hmm. Against Fnatic? Yes. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, like, it I heard that happen, but, like, how the fuck did that happen? It was It was an interesting game. Uh, where are we? Dignitas versus Fnatic. They won. It was fun, because I don't think they won the second game. The first game. They won the second game, actually. And, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, the story, like, Captain Twig... Dude, Europe keeps playing hell. And it's winning! I don't get it. Dignitas won it with it, and Titan won Titan with it this with week. Titan won with it, yeah. Played I it. mean, I guess maybe the idea is that, like, you just can't gank her enough. But, like... Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, so Variety went 3, 2, and 8, but yeah. if he went 3, 6, and 8, when... but still shows up late game level 20... Who yeah, can't... there's a threshold. Right? Like, mm-hmm. It's just whatever. I'm still hell. So, I like you. Just have to. Basically, what happened in game two was Captain Twig wasn't as effective ganking hell as he should have been. Um, and well, and and that's the thing. Like, if you, if your opponents are second pick, which I believe Team Dignitas was this game, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't draft a strong enough invade. 
or a good enough gank, like, yeah, I it wish makes I had sense my for your opponents card. to play out hell. Oh, man, right? I wish I had Because, like, if you can't punish her enough, and punishing her is, like, making her zero nine billion, <laughs> you don't get to win. No exaggeration. But, like, yeah, I guess yeah. Dignitas just thought that they could get away with it without punishing being punished enough and it looks like that happened and eventually you just hit late game and hell wins because yeah. cleanse I mean, is on like a six second cooldown yeah it's 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 strong and like i said i mean the, the i like the decision coming out from team dignitas because so captain twig played a great thor in game one yeah and so Captain Twig has been has been in a slump lately, and then came out and went seven two and eight on Thor and played much better than the seven two and eight sure. like shows. Every single one of those assists were a big fucking deal. He landed one of the cool things. He landed a wall that stunned three people. Mm -hmm. Double tap two for a double kill with just the hammer, and then got the triple with berserkers. Like yeah. he was doing it. In game Do you have one. to remember what the bands were for this game? Uh, I no, I don't have my cards on I, like i don't have my notes on me unfortunately because just looking at it like thor was banned was this no it was no thor was taken by frost was osiris banned uh probably question mark i don't i, I if don't osiris know but osiris is a banned, great for him. you like take Bologna and osiris and you walk into their jungle and what the fuck does anyone do right yeah, like, I mean, like fuck you, you there is no level one that is better than Bologna osiris <laughs> they can 2v4 Jeez. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, f I feel like it's just like, if people oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. EU are going to bring out the hell, then you have to, like, be prepared. You have to put yourself in the right situation <laughs> to deal with it should they pick it. Yeah, and, like, that's I, the entire reason. And it's not Captain Twig's fault. But there wasn't any pressure in solo, and so like, like I don't want to blame it yeah, on Captain Twig because the team might have needed the jungler elsewhere. I don't know, but like, there just wasn't a Bologna. Well, in that but way. you can't like you can't put yourself in that situation, right? Like you have a Neath duo lane and Agni mid, yeah. and they're fine, but you bands were Athena, Giannis, Ao, Ares, Nuwa, Serket. There you go. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. Fnatic, and I mean, to be fair, Fnatic's draft phase has never been a super strength for them. Like, they never, like, yeah. lose a draft, eh? Right? But when I think Fnatic, I don't think, like, next-level pick-ban mm -hmm. phase. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. think that they're winning in the pick-ban phase. Like, sometimes AFK can just win mm -hmm. right there. Yeah, like, yeah. Even, like, they just... Okay, he's gonna play that. What the fuck? We didn't think about it. Okay, well, you know, like I've seen some teams do that. And Fnatic's not one of them. But yeah, I think they could have drafted better against against. Well, well, I also think I mean you're late, looking obviously. at a team that's like Bologna is one of the strongest characters in the game, and this is a good actually looking at Fnatic. I mean, Neath with the global. That's what happened. That's what happened. That's what happened. What? I remember my notes. Neath just reels just never ulted. Oh. Yeah, like Bologna, Neath, Agni, Sonukan, like hell should be dead on cooldown. Yeah. Variety only died twice. So the issue, the draft could have been better to deal with hell. But primarily mm. it seems like Fnatic just didn't do what they needed to do. Yeah, and, and, and that's largely what happened. And so Dignitas takes home the win. And, you know, Shadow Nightmare, 4-4-11. Shadow Nightmare played 
a very, very good game. A lot of these spirit balls and solos or, or silences, like, I remember were a big part, sort of like the Thor game out of Captain Twig in game one. Just the, the, the stuff that doesn't show up on the straight scoreboard was really important yeah. for Shadow Nightmare. And, like, Shadow Nightmare has largely been something for this team to hold on to. Like, Variety has recently stepped it up, but historically not too hot. Frostiac has been bad up until this week, I feel like, frankly. Mm -hmm. And, like, Renz is still growing and learning, and Frezzy has Frezzy moments, right? Yo, wait. Shadow Nightmare has always been the guy. Was Frostbound Hammer... Not Frostbound. Was Heavy Hammer a thing before Worlds? I don't think so. I think it was after Worlds. Okay, because... Late last year was, like, the point where NA was like, nobody's allowed to play Beach Solos ever again. We're gonna invade you and you're <laughs> yep. gonna die. Double Hog, what? <laughs> no, well, it's not even about the hog. It's well, it was about the hog. Like it, it was, was like if you don't get hog, you get invaded and you die. But it was like <laughs> if you're on a mage solo, not only do you not have hogs, so you get invaded and you die, but you also would die anyway because the yeah, heavy, better heavy hammer you. was NA regionals. It was so late last year, like you said. Yeah, it works. Like Divio said, he's playing heavy hammer Hercat world. I don't, I don't know, know man. I just feel like I'm just kidding. EU is playing mage solos, and it's like a truce. It's like the old-school Jean-Claude <laughs> truce, where it's like, all right, we'll just all play mage solos, and nobody's going to invade. <laughs> Back when, like, at the launch room, it was like, just no, no to play Jean-Claude. Just don't play him. <laughs> was anything... It's been long enough that... that uh, I mean, I, I can't talk for Dan, but I assume no punishment will be dealt out. Was there actually a spoken, or was it just like, nobody picked Jean-Claude? No, no, it was just nobody picked him. <laughs> Everyone knew he was wrong, they like, nah. Just like, fuck that guy. Yeah, it's just, a while. <laughs> Yeah, like... And we're over here in MA, and our soul leaders are not like, man, no. made souls are so awful, nobody should play them. No, they're like, man, I wish we didn't have to build six defensive items on our solos. But we do, because it's the best, <laughs> so... I mean, like, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's... It's just so funny. If you click on... If you take a look at, like, Meerkat's Gods, it's... Bologna tier Hercules, right? And Osiris. that's everyone. The exception is like Cyclone one. Spin when no. he thinks he can get away with it. And and Divios when he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I want to play a mage. And like, I I'm not trying to come off as biased. Like, well, I am biased because NA is better and and he sucks. <laughs> but like, I'm not trying to come off as biased. It's just like, I coach in NA, and this is what we all accept to be true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's... Well, the numbers show that way. I think that, as I said, Epsilon is raising a very high European flag. Yeah. And that'll be that'll I be think it's too high. I think they're too good for their region to, like... It's gotta just... I don't even know I, what that means. I think it has to be an outlier. Like... I okay. think, I think, like, you think they're overperforming right no, now? No, I think everyone else is underperforming, and Epsilon's just oh, performing. Okay, okay. Like, okay, okay. I don't think a team could get that much better than everyone else out of nowhere. Okay. But I feel like it could be if everyone else I mean, they're, worse. They're, they're newer. They're newer. Yeah, I just don't know where I came and from. And I, I do think, well, they're newer. I think Dignitas is worse than they have been. I think Justice is better than they have been. I think Myrmidons are better than Night's Watch. Yeah. I think London Conspiracy has slipped just a little bit. 
Fnatic is in a slump. Paradigm, well, they don't turn on till later in the season, right? Titan is in a slight decline. I think that if there are teams on a downward trend, no, no. But trend, here's the thing: slight. Fnatic's in a decline, Titans in a decline, and Paradigm always sucks at the beginning of a season. Okay. So I right. think oh, the I field okay. of play is like eighty percent. Okay. I I do think that Epsilon like you didn't watch the you, you got to watch them play versus London Conspiracy like. LC is a middle-of-the-road road yeah. team. They are, for all intents and purposes, Europe's denial, right? Like, they're right in the middle. You don't expect them to lose to the bad teams. You don't expect them to beat the top team. But sometimes they'll do both. I think that LC, or I don't think, when LC played Epsilon, Epsilon murdered this team. And it had nothing to do with Epsilon. Some of it was, like, capitalizing off of mistakes, correct? But Epsilon was just, they were just farming and killing and setting up and objectives. And they played just good smite. They just played perfect smite. Like, independent of their opponent. And their opponent Mm -hmm. was good. So, I think I was with, I, I think I'd be with you until about, this week, maybe I'd agree. Sure, I mean, and the other thing is, you like, know what? I think it's like in between. I think it's a little you bit. You also of like when a team wins over and over and over, that puts them on an upswing. Their morale goes up and they play better. Like that's mm-hmm. just like a thing. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and Epsilon murdered for now. They're, I mean, they're definitely they they're definitely good. Yeah, I I, I think Epsilon is. More real than perhaps you sure, seem to be sure. giving them. No, 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 no. I think Epsilon is like very, very good. But I'll definitely agree that there has been a slight change in the in the European. Yeah, I think scene I right think now. their their field of competition is lower than usual. Yeah, Parad- Paradigm is defying the storyline. They're doing well, but Titan Fnatic are not doing as strong mm-hmm. as they used to be. And Dignitas went from okay to. Is Paradigm facing Epsilon yet? Yeah, that was uh, Yeah, that's the yeah, only yeah. team they lost to. They've beaten yeah. LC, Justice, and Mirmanen since. Yeah. But they lost to Epsilon because Epsilon is fucking incredible. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, it's Raffer. So many people have just yeah. been like, Raffer's not going to do anything. Raffer's the 15-minute jungler, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now he's just a crazy-ass support. And, like, his whole jam, his whole jam was... He just picked Hindu Man loves to mention this. He just like it was it was like a scene from an early Fast and Furious movie where this one dude Raffer just calls four dudes he knows that don't necessarily know each other too well, right? And it's just like Alright guys, you have the best individual skill sets around that I can find. We're gonna combine and I'm gonna teach you how to play Smite. Yeah. And like it happened. Shit. Like yeah. they shit on the Challenger Cup. They did okay, and Rafford gives a fuckboy in Summer Split. And yeah. then Fall Split, they're like, all right, let's keep on rolling, baby. Like, <laughs> you know what so time funny. it is. <laughs> it's yeah, so yeah. funny how this team sort of came together. I mean, it's... Raffer's... I'll be straight. Raffer previously... If you told me that 
Shadow Q was going to do that to a team. I'd be like, damn, the team. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, if you told me you were going to do that, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, if you told sure. me, and Insert. Yeah. And Insert yeah, did they, that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were like cerebral dudes that you can be like, all right, Raffer, I casted the Challenger Cup with him once. He was drunk. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's not the guy that comes to mind to be this like great, great, like, but it worked. He, he like has. You know, sort of like I don't want to say coached, but sort of like coached this team and yeah. and developed this team. It's awesome. So credit to him. And I mean, eight nose is all the speaking that that Epsilon needs to have, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> um. So another game, another upset of a different kind. Year versus denial. With the the fucking <laughs> game one, man sucked game one was i mean was the best you i think i think we played the best game of smite this whole split it just was 4v5 <laughs> it was so unfortunate <laughs> like i just remember comment casting it and like i was i was oh man i was a little tired and i was yeah. just like oh no yeah oh no yeah like, Omega went off at six minutes. Uh-huh. And so... We continued to win for the next 15. <laughs> and then like, Zatman hit level 20. And he couldn't the, keep gaining levels. And we were like, the game, fuck. The game shifted into Denial's favor around like 20, 22 yeah. minutes. Yeah, it was like, once we started to hit level 20. It just... One, yeah, once you hit level 20 and once they were just like, okay, I'll build a fucking... Bulwark of hope, and that's it. On on <laughs> on Nuwa. Yeah, like bulwark of hope, Emerald Talisman. Like, yeah, all right. You know, and 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 before anybody says anything in chat, and they, they did what they should have. Yeah, no, like, no, no, no. Like, like, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be a douchebag in chat, you do not, do not be like. Oh, fucking denial should have F6 and given the game to Eager. Like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. If you're going to be a douchebag in chat, you should say something like, how did denial, how is denial losing 4v5? They're so bad. That's what you should be a douchebag in chat about. That's the correct way to do it. But so, the, why don't they F6 thing? Like, no, 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 no. If you're in a tier monster tournament, yeah. you F6, maybe. Yeah. I don't. But well, like, that's where you have six. Yeah, you, you have six in a tier monster smart. tournament because then they, like, give you a sub who's, like, probably <laughs> better than the last guy because the subs oh, are all, got, like... you guys... You, you, you guy went offline, no problem. The We've sub is Adonis Pecky. It's, yeah, it's yeah, Adonis okay. and Pecky. They're it's the subs. always Adonis and Pecky. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, well, you've got Peckies, but don't worry. He's going to play Nuwa Jungle or Naja Mid and or ADC <laughs> Loki, and that's it. And, like, yeah, he yeah. still wins. Yeah, every or Kali support or something. Yeah, yeah. Dude, every time. It's always just yeah. like, hey, I'm Peckies. And he just murders everyone. And I still think Peckies is the best player at, uh, at Hi-Res Studios for what it's worth. I agree. Sorry, Adonis. Peckies is really I think good. Peckies is just that better. But... Maybe, like, <laughs> maybe like at his height, Ponpon, I think, was like much at better. His, at his, yeah, at his, his height, Ponpon was yeah. fucking amazing. And it was weird and, because Ponpon, like, has never been, like, a super mechanical player. Yeah. He's just, like, always been smarter than everyone. Yeah, I mean, the the, the double starter item on Freya, yeah. stuff like that, right? Oh, God, but... he invented Freya, dude. <laughs> Motherfucker. I remember the specific game. No, you know, it you was... Smite, 
it, I didn't play Smite, but it was Pon Pon on Thanatos. His build was all wonky. He's playing on denial, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And he, he ults into four people by himself at the enemy blue buff on solo lane. Yeah. And, like, gets a kill because you're Thanatos and then just immediately gets murdered. Yeah. And then, like, I remember watching it and just going, damn, Pon Pon's done. And, like, the yeah. next day, he was like, yeah, I'm done, guys. It's been fun. And I was like, I fucking caught that. Yeah. You, just saw, you just saw the desperation, like, my team sucks. Jeff needs to get the hell off of this team because he's a great player yeah. and doesn't deserve this. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm, ah, those dunks in one yeah, yeah. more. And I was like, he threw in the towel. <laughs> but, but, yeah, uh, you know, so coming back to it. Tier Monster Tournament. If Adonis is your sub, you have six because yep. maybe you get peckies, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, everybody, oh, yeah, everybody feels good for you, right? Just, like, if you're playing soccer in your backyard or at the local school and, and somebody, like, you know, falls over or something, you, you, you don't, You like, don't score. Kick, yeah, you don't score and then look, which is what pros do, right? You Shit, dude, you are right. And then, like, he says he's faking and steals the ball and scores and makes fun of you, right? That's yeah, 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 that's it. It's good. In, in a pro league game, like, I mean. And that's actually how professional soccer works, too. <laughs> but I mean, like, because it's easy for me to sit here and be like, oh, yeah. so it's about money, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, you're actually there. Like, you just want to win that shit, right? Yeah, you just take the win. If your opponents just, like, give you a win, you take it. Unless it's collusion, and then you report that shit to Hyra's Dan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Um,. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, like, you take the win and you go, dude, that sucks. And yeah. you you say, I wish we could have played that on even grounds, and you probably mean it. Maybe you don't. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> you say it. And, like, you move on with your life. Uh, that disconnection was really unfortunate. I mean, we, like, in game two, we held out as long as we could so Omega could drive to his friend's house. His friend was not there play on a macbook in the freezing cold on a broken chair wait a with second. no graphics drivers wait a second and on like fr- 720p was his friend not there so he had to sit outside on fucking wi-fi no i think it no it was his friend's macbook it was like the house was open or something i knew where the key was oh. i don't know i don't know <laughs> he was just in his friend's so, house. It was I'm, like, I'm just picturing him like, God damn it, Jacob, why aren't you home opening the laptop? Like, <laughs> it's the middle like, of summer, but I'm picturing him in a park of freezing where you yeah. see his breath. <laughs> in, in Texas. <laughs> Texas in the middle of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> but like, game two was rough too. Entirely as a result of game one. And, and that's not an excuse, you know? Like, we still could have played a lot better in game two. We still could have won that. And we still we could guys, have drafted better and blah, 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 blah. But, like, like tilt you the result of Game 1 game, made Game 2 harder. I, 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 think, I think we're okay at managing tilt, but, like, it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could, you could sort of tell that. But to be fair, also, Shing had a great game. Like, that was also just a good game for Shing. Game 2? Which... Yeah, which like, you know, it's it's been a while since Shing had a good game. It really has been a while since Shing had a good game. Seven two and ten on Thor, mm-hmm. and like you know, I, you could definitely tell though. Um, but like, all right, so so here's the question, and you made a YouTube video about this. Like, at any point, 
I could have used Omega's login information and logged in. Now, I didn't do that, not because of the game integrity. I don't give a shit about your fucking integrity, but because it's against <laughs> the you. rules. Right? Yeah. But, like, here's the thing. If that were, like, somehow institutionalized, would it be good for Smite? Because so far in the SPL, three games have been lost because of DC, which sucks for everyone. It sucks yeah. for the viewers, it sucks for the winners. Well, it doesn't suck for the winners. It kind of sucks for the winners. Because <laughs> you're like, I wanted to win by winning, but, like, you get the wins, so you're, like, happy. Uh, yeah. Definitely sucks for the losers. It sucks for the cast. It's just, it's bullshit. But, like... And it's interesting. So like, and, and I mean, here's so the thing. So now I have no idea how how fucking game design works, right? But like, that's why I asked on Twitter because I didn't know either. It, in my understanding, right, Smite's built on Unreal. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, at least on Real Fiat Three, I remember it. It was one of those games where like you could do console command name change and change your name to something with like colors and characters and shit. <laughs> like that's something that the Unreal Engine can do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would it be that hard? Well, I, I don't even want to watch. It seems conceivable that Hi-Rez Dan could have an admin command to change Omega to Nah, or whatever. Just change his name mid-game. Nah sure. logs into the account. Dan does an IP check, like, oh, here's Nah's account, here's Omega's account, it's the same person. And then you continue. Like, it seems feasible. It's something that, at the very least, online games can support. Maybe yeah. not Smite. But is this something that should exist in esports? Is mid-game substitution in a game that is not about rounds something that should exist in esports? Yeah, and I mean, like... So, uh, the solution that you bring is feasible, from what I heard last night on yeah. by Weiss. Uh, and, like... You're right. The entirety of the game is... It's not round-based. It's not Counter-Strike. We're like, right. okay, whatever. The There's no over, good time. Fuck you. Exactly. And I mean, like... But, like, pauses are already in the game. You can... Right. Like, if your you team needs just... to pause, you know, generally, like, sometimes it's hard, right? Sometimes you have mm -hmm. to, like, disengage from a fight and, like, you know, your opponents aren't even trying to be douchebags about it, but sometimes you have to run away from Rama for 20 seconds before you can pause. But, like, you can generally get to a place where you can pause. You know, your jungle resets a buff camp, your mid stops killing a ward, whatever. So, like... I think it's doable in, in that respect, too. It, it is doable in that respect. Uh, as I said, I mean, it, it gets a little slippery because of what somebody called ringers or, like, the idea that you start to draft sure. for six people instead of five. Um, Which I just think is fucking cool. To I, be honest. I, to be, like, that's... I, I don't. And it's... Adonis brought it up in the Reddit thread for, for, for that video where... Mm -hmm. You couldn't play Sobek. You, you couldn't let Sobek be played because Matty Pocket was dope with it. Surprise, it's Matty Pocket on Anatoly's account. LOL. Get fucked. Oh, yeah. That's no, lame. no, no. That's but, lame. like, that's just sort of, like, that's cheating, and this is, like, these are our players and this is our sub, and, like... Right, 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 right. I just... I just you like, have to I ban Sobek that... against this team and Ymir, or whatever. I don't think that we have enough bans yet. And you can't increase the bands yet because, in my opinion, I don't think we have enough gods yet uh -huh. to increase the sure, bands. Sure, sure, sure. So, as far as like maintaining the fun that's picks and bands, I think that once you have four bands instead of three, maybe let's say, 
Sure. You know, maybe five bands, whatever. I think you need more bands in order to make that a reality. Because if I have to ban Snoopy's ROM because it's hot right now, and I have to ban Thorgar's, whether or not you think right, you have right, to, right. right? Just for argument's sake, you know, then how am I also going to ban their new solo laners special Bakasura, right? Because sure. their sub plays a special Bakasura. So I, for the moment, I don't think there's enough bands. I mean, kind of sucks. At the same but... time, it's like if your sub is better than your starter, why is he your sub? So I think it's a little bit of an unrealistic situation. It seems strange that, but, like, a team would have, like, like, their Bacchus or a specialist on deck. And even if they do, then it's like, that's their strategy, and it's going to work once. And then teams will know that they can pull out Bacchusura. But even that... Well, Bacchusura is hyper-specific. I mean, you can get into a situation where... No, but where... It, it could be a lot of things. My point is that, like... I don't think... Having a sixth player who is secretly the best at any character is any different from just having your soul inner secretly be the best at that character and just, like, grind it, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, exactly. And that just comes... I mean, that's part of it, but that's the the reality, is that no solo laner plays 60 gods... Cyclone. ...at a competitive level. Cyclone. I mean, he And, does. like, he does, and he's a rarity, and that's what makes it fun. But like Omega, too. We just don't. He could. And I mean, it comes down to I'm, team style, too, though. Like, there's so yeah. much stuff involved that, like, I just don't think that would happen. And if it did, I think it would be cool. That, I, mean, like, I guess I, that's my counter-argument. Yeah. Is like, you're like, well, what if this happened? I'm like, cool! I want it to yeah. happen. I, then I think that there's too many holes open, and I mean, like, so for what it's worth, I, I think I think my message is getting lost here, and I because I haven't really sure, said sure. it, and I do think that it is cool, and like, yeah. in a perfect world, I would love to have subs come in mid game should there be a DC, but but the you world can't is far like there's perfect, no way to there's... say that it's from a DC. It has to just be like subs can come in mid game, right? And like that t- starts to be a slippery slope for me. Like I. Mm. I, I don't like the the gameplay and meta that comes out of that, unfortunately. Sure. But at the end of the day, maybe it's more important. But it's just a matter of maybe that also just makes the game really boring. And that would be worse. You know? Like because you gotta you gotta think about it. A DC is a a DC has a chance to affect a game. Uh-huh. Meaning that not every game has a DC. But this change would affect every game, Not the meta game, and the overall. Yes, it would. It no, would. I don't it would think change so. the way you pick and ban. No, it would. Ha- it would have. I mean, for where are you going? Okay, all right, all right. No, no, no. Like, look at the North American scene, right? Who is the ringer? Because the only person I can think of that any team would have as ringer is Wolfie. Sure. Um. I mean, as far I just as, like, don't as think far they're as a good enough players. Play, I mean, yeah, that's that's the reality of right now. You got to think of scalability. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe it's also a temporary rule. Like, uh, hopefully, eventually, Smite is played on land, and then this rule doesn't necessarily have to be a thing. That's, or if it's part of the meta the game, like maybe it's fine. That's I, the I don't ideal. Know. But either way, like, I, I don't. I don't think the. I don't think the pros outweigh the cons just yet. I mean, like, or maybe yeah. it does. Because I mean, like I said, I mean that change can just that would change the game drastically, and all of a sudden, 
your team would start to look for six players, not five. So here's here's my uh, counter argument. You're saying that making a change that could potentially mess with the meta in a way that nobody fully understands is bad. No, 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 no. That's that's not the core of what I'm saying. I, I'm afraid of it. I'm not saying it shouldn't happen, but okay. I want to talk about Soul Eater and Bluestone Pendant. Because <laughs> I think both of those items are items that do that. Here's my thesis. Okay. Now, when people talk about theorycrafting in general, in Smite, you talk about two characters primarily that are like your poster boys for theorycrafting. You talk about Loki, because he stabs someone once and does a shit ton of damage and hopefully they die. And you talk about hunters, because they just shoot people over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, you just crit people and kill you. Um, but, like... But, like... Continue. Soul Eater is a defensive item for hunters, so they don't give up that much. Right. Basically, historically, the defensive power. stat for hunters is the fact that you have boots so you can go fast, and the fact that you have lifesteal. And then your actives. Mm -hmm. This is, you still have boots so you can go fast. You still have lifesteal. And now you have health. Yeah. And you can get it early and it doesn't hinder your build. And increases your effective health by like 20%. And like game it's like 15%. So that's a, a lot. And that's very different. Potentially broken. Because it's giving a class survivability in its items. Right. For very in a class in a, in a class that should sort doesn't of do that. Right. That's like it's it's counterintuitive to the identity of the class without compromising the identity of the class. And that's mm -hmm. weird. It bolsters the weakness of the class without right, compromising right. the identity exactly. of the class, which uh, yeah, that's how I want to play it. Say it. Cuz you're you're supposed to be like a glass cannon and this sort of prevents that from being yeah you're, you're, yeah, you're gaining defensive stats, but you're not really losing the whole, like, cannon part of the glass. Mm -hmm. Now you're just a, I mean, light plastic cannon. You're still easy to kill, but, like, a little bit notice, a little bit less than before to the point where it's noticeable. Right? Yeah, and, well, the other thing is the, the win rate is massive in competitive play. Um, partially because of Epsilon, mm -hmm. but, like... Just the whole idea of buying Soul Eater from Hunters. Basically what happened was Freddy was like, yo, what if you built this on a Hunter? And I looked at it and I was like, you lose 20 power and you gain 300 health. And like, <laughs> now people are doing it all over the place. Emilito does it. Confrey does it. Zapman does it. Uh, Allied does it. Now we're not just talking about the replacing Devils with Soul Eater, but it's like replacing Aussie with Soul Eater, replacing Inkable with Soul Eater. It's just buying yeah. Soul Eater, putting That's it the life in your core. Know. Yeah. We even saw double we even saw double lifesteal. I can't remember for the life of me who built it, but it was Devo's. Uh, and Zatman. Soul Eater. Zatman does that. Uh, was some other people where... have done it too. Like it's basically yeah. just like buying fucking Soul Eater all over the place <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about it. I think I think it's bad for the game. Okay. Do you because it... it's too much of a divergence from what a hunter does without enough cost. Right? right. Like, 
People have built Magi's Blessing on Hunters, and you're like, wow, he is sacrificing a lot of damage in the order of 30% for right, right, a defensive right. item. And, like, I mean that. 30% late-game damage. You go from about 1,200 to about 900. What? So later, you lose, like, 40. You sacrifice 3% of your damage and gain 300 health. Which is... Amazing. It's, it's almost... It's almost... It's... Just, it's like, like numerically, full... it's almost mandatory. Because you yeah. sacrifice 3% of your damage and gain 15% health. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's when you consider Hunter's... Where are Hunter's health pools usually at? Like, 2k, a little bit under? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Your base health yeah. is, like, 1950. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so when you buy that health item that's giving you a decent amount in, in comparison to where you were at before... And like you said, you're not losing a lot. You're, I say it almost every single fucking broadcast. You lose 20 physical power. Yeah. and that's Well, that's why you get Warrior Tabby. Uh-huh. Yeah. You could, you could lose 40 physical power and gain 15% attack speed if you really wanted to get Ninja <laughs> Tabby and do that. But it also costs 15 more gold. But, like, man, the trade-off is so good. It's, I think it's a problem. And the issue, the issue is Soul Eater itself. Well, Soul is it... Is it Okay, keep going. Because here's the thing. You look at... Soul Eater has always been an item that has health and lifesteal and some basic offensive stats, right? And an aura. Yeah, yeah, It's always been, like, warrior in a bottle. Not good, but Who that's the Who the fuck idea. is it for, though? Because yeah. warriors don't scale off of lifesteal. Warriors don't do enough damage to do lifesteal, right? Like... Well, I, I think the intent, and I mean, not on the design team, yeah. but I think the intent was... Osiris and friends, where but you're like, basically attacking then, a lot. And... Even then, those characters are like, you're not playing Osiris, you're playing a pow- Osiris, powered by chin size, you know? Oh, of course. And, and it like, doesn't... I think that's Basically, fine. it's 30 oh, HP. Saying, my, right. my argue is that it's 30 health per second yeah. when you're auto-attacking. Yeah. And sort of like the way I would equate lifesteal to HP 5 is... Lifesteal per second is HP 5, because you're probably not attacking all the time, so that's just, mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's sort of like my fudged translation thing, right? Yeah, I feel you on that. That's not that good. <laughs> it's... No. And I mean, like, it suffers from the problem that warriors suffered from, not now, but at some yeah. point where they were, you know, jack-of-all-trades, masters of none, and, but the level of where they're jack-of-all-trades-itude was, was not high enough to be actually good, and then, you know, yeah. shit changed, right? And that's sort of, is that the story of Soul Eater? Where, like, it brings all these stats that nobody really needs at the same time, but you boost yeah. it a little bit, and now Hunter's here. I, th- I think it's misguided, and basically it was like, it's all these stats that nobody needs at the same time, so the only way it was ever going to get used was if it was just numerically too good. And now it is. Mm-hmm. And so now it's used, and it's like, well, this item, it's ahead of the Jedi curve. So the Jedi curve is this idea from Magic the Gathering that I love. I think it's fascinating. Which, I mean, I, I've recently, no secret, gone, gotten back into Magic, but uh, even in the interim that I've been, uh, Magic the Gathering is great to draw not only like game design and strategy lessons. It's from. so well designed. It's so well designed. But so basically, the Jedi curve is just this sort of curve that's like, if a spell costs this much mana, it should... Or if a, if a card costs this much mana, it should be a monster that has, like, roughly this much health and roughly this much damage. Basically, it's, it's a cost-efficacy curve. 
It's yeah, it's the idea of you get fifty talent points when you create your character. So you can have forty of them be in toughness and ten in power, and you know, you're not gonna be that intelligent, right? Uh-huh. So like that's the exact idea. So when you make a god, again, not on the design team, but argument's mm-hmm. sake, right? If it has if it has you know, two charges, it shouldn't also have a CC. Shouts to tier. Right? Sure. Like, <laughs> the okay. idea is it's got to be yeah it's got to be balanced around right. different abilities and then the idea is that sometimes you break that because that's fun right if the yeah. game was perfectly balanced you get chess and nobody nobody new can play it because everyone who's played it for too long has just more knowledge than you i mean that's what you got sort of in the summer split on the other side yeah, not necessarily yeah. not necessarily to your point but where everything is balanced so nothing is fun uh-huh and that's sort of where we were a couple of weeks ago right and so like it's important to make outliers to that. I think Mystical Mail, Mystical Mail is my go-to example. Sovereignty is my second go-to example. They have important functions in the game, but they're too good, right? Nick, like, P- Nick, Nick Pye's favorite god is Mystical Mail. Yeah, it's a good god. Um, because basically Mystical Mail, like, it's a good defensive item, plus a little extra gold, and it's the best sustained damage item you can build on a warrior. <laughs> like, <laughs> just is. Uh... And then, like, Sovereignty is just, like, it's a defensive item that has more defensive stats than Bulwark of Hope and Midgardian Mail and Highland Emian for the same cost or cheaper, and it has an aura. It's just so fucking good. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, and they're ahead of the curve, and they do important things, and that's fine. You get one Sovereignty on your team, it's a really good item, and that's fine. The problem with Mystical Mail is the fact that it... It's just, or the not the problem, but the problem with Soul Eater is that Soul Eater. It, it, it eventually it's like okay, this item isn't being purchased, so let's just bump up the value of it until eventually it's... it's too good and it gets used in ways that it shouldn't be used because there isn't a way it should be used. That's the core problem. So the butterfly effect of what happened. So it's not necessarily the item being overpowered. No, it's just it's issue. just it's Soul Eater the didn't way have a niche, so it was forced right. into a niche by being too good. It was forced into a niche mm-hmm. it doesn't have. Like, the reason you buy Soul Eater for Hunters is because it's too good. It, it, it gives you too much. And that's not a niche. That's just overpowered. Right? You don't buy a Soul Eater on <laughs> Hunters because you're like, I need some health and some lifesteal and a little <laughs> bit of physical power. Like, nobody says that. Right. You just say, man, this, I don't give up enough to not buy this. Yeah, it's, it, the trade-off is... Too fucking good. Also, Why Shad, just not? a little aside, if you look in a mirror and say, Mystical Mail, Mystical Mail, Mystical Mail, Meerkat will show up and remove you from the game. <laughs> anyway. Um, so that's, I mean, that's so, like... I think Soul Eater is an example of an item that has... So does Soul Eater, is, does Soul Eater have to go the way of Gauntlet of Thieves where the very notion of stacking percentage health was just broken? Is the notion of these, is there any world in which this item exists and is powerful enough for other classes but not taken on a hunter? Because that seems to be the No, I think issue. it's Eye of Providence. If, it's either worthless Robin, or it's too good. Because I would love this item to be usable on Robin and Osiris and the gods that, in my opinion, it's designed for, right? But Well, show me a crypto warrior. Basically, is the problem. Yeah, sh- sure. Okay. Yeah. So that's sort of <laughs> what like, it has to, yeah. Maybe what they were thinking of when they made Sun Wukong passive? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, like, 
Yeah, I right. guess it's just I think I think either it needs to go or it needs to be an unhit sustain item for warriors and the way you do that is maybe healing scaling off of percent health. Every time you right, hit right, you right. gain one percent yeah. of your health. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because I, I agree. I think that what makes a hunter a hunter is the fact that, like, they can delete you, but, well, I mean, if you get a good knock-up, you can delete them, too, yeah, yeah. right? Like, and Soiders, like, oh, he hunters. lived through the Kraken. With 100 he's health, got, but he's he got lived through HP. the Kraken. Yeah. yeah, it's just enough to, like, teeter in, the, in, in that direction, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I don't feel differently. I, 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 like I said, I want this, I want this item to be for mercury warriors i want yeah. this to be osiris and robin and and that's what i want it to do but i i being in the hands of the hunter sort of sort of defies that and i like what you said i think the cool way to go is when you use an ability it heals you for a certain percent sure. and that's what we're seeing that sort of change was made to bluestone um in the sense of damage so when you use an ability it puts a dot on the enemy over time and like the wording is very right. specific, and I feel like there's a second list. Right. What's your take, Mr. Numbers Man, on what Bluestone does? So people like to build transcendence on ability casters because they think physical power is good, and it's not. Stop that. I saw Thanatos today <laughs> that built, like, power boots into Heartseeker, and I was like, oh, wow, he bought 100 physical power, and his scythe is doing 40 more damage. Ooh. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, but... But let's talk about Transcendence, right? So Transcendence underneath, say it gives you 90 power, which it probably does late game, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. And that's that's if you have, like, slightly less than 2,000 mana, which, sure, seems good. That you can increase the damage of your Spirit Arrow by 82-ish. 90% of, or sorry, 81. 90% of 90. Right? So it increases the damage of your Spirit Arrow by 81. Yeah, which amount. costs uh, 800 gold. So, Half. Or one-third. Yeah, one-third. One-fourth. Increases the damage of... of your spirit arrow by 48. By 40. 48. So almost 50. Yeah. And that's because it's 30 yeah. damage <laughs> over two seconds. But plus the, 18. But you can't make it rain. Or maybe you can. The mana consumption part is you'll, I mean, you'll have to worry about mana for a couple more minutes, right? Because with Transcendence, you worry about mana for a little bit, and then you just sort of like, well, I can push all of my buttons. And, yeah. like, that's why I love to play Transcendence totally. Hunters. Totally. So, like, because I've, you played, can just be I've played some Bluestone games. I've played some casuals today. And I can tell you without a doubt that Bluestone Red Pot Invade on her is hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> your auto attacks hit for 80 and your impale hits for 140. I mean, you just told me early game, early game, early game is hilarious, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, thanks to Flirtboot and chat giving me the math, it's 30% of the cost, roughly, for 60% of the damage of a Transcendence. What this means mm -hmm. is, are you an ability character? You should have a bluestone. After your boots, probably. Maybe after Jodens. I don't fucking know. Just buy it, because it's amazing. It's a really oh. shitty starter item. So, so you're okay. Interesting. So you're proposing 
Keep your transcendence. You don't have to learn to actually conserve mana like a real professional. Oh, no, 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 no. Keep your transcendence and spam your buttons. But later on, pull a high rock and buy the starting item in the middle of your fucking build. I mean, are we talking about hunters? Because no, probably not. That's not what hunters are for. <laughs> um, you know, if you're, if you're trying to do ability neath, yes. Basically, are you an ability caster who does physical damage? Are you Chuck or Thor or Bastet or Thanatos or Guan Yu? That's when you buy bluestone. Okay, so ability based, so like ability based characters that don't scale super. It just do you want to increase the damage of your abilities? If you do, you're probably buying a Jodan's Wrath, mm -hmm. right? So basically, if you buy Jodan's Wrath, buy bluestone because it does the same thing and it's 800 gold and it's really really good. It's incredible. But you buy it after or before bluestone? Uh, depends on what role you're playing. Okay, that's fair. Because here's but the other thing. Hunters. It's drastically going to change the state of wave clear. How do you mean? Sun Wukong! His oh, one yeah. hits all the creeps. Now does 50 more damage. <laughs> yeah, Wukong. <laughs> yeah. Or Artemis. Actually, she can't quite clear with it. But it was close. And if she could clear archers with her three, we're all fucked. She can if she gets ahead. Yeah, only if you're ahead of the map. But but yep. to be fair, when I tested that, I was like five and one. So you have to be really <laughs> fucking far ahead. Uller, are we gonna see more? Well, I mean, so Uller has been played, but it's yeah. played on like Zapman's really good at Uller. So he'll well, I mean, play that's the it. character. That's the identity right, of the exactly. character. Is like yeah, and, and he I is hypothetically that. the best hunter, but nobody can play him. Right, and I think that's really fun. So, like, the uh -huh. players that can play Uller really well is, like, you know, it's like that tertiary, secondary pick that you have in your god. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to play him. Like, you sort of, you have to be able to play. There is no situation Neath. which is bad for Uller, but there's no situation good for Uller. Right. Does Bluestone make that? Because, like, you, right now you have to be able to play, uh -huh. I'd say, Neath. You have to play Medusa, I guess. Do you have to play Uller now? I with think Bluestone? I think Bluestone actually kind of fucked Uller. Um, Ooh, because really? here's the thing. So the Transcendence Hunter build does less damage than the Devos Hunter build. And this is really simple to prove. On a Hunter, you get Lifesteal, right? You get Boots, and then you buy as many damage items as you can. Of course. Now, the best damage items are Execution, Rage, Deathbringer, Malice. Nobody's arguing mm -hmm. that. If you buy Transcendence, you don't get to have one of those. No, you don't. No, you don't. So you have to build Aussie instead. The problem of... was that, like in some situations, Ulers could get by on Bluestone, which meant that they could go Devos, which meant that their build would do more damage. Now he has to get Transcends because Bluestone doesn't exist. Death Soul is not enough on Uller. Not, not I mean, mm -hmm. maybe, no, maybe, <laughs> but probably not. So probably like, not. you're stuck on the Trans build. Now Bluestone on top of that is kind of crazy, but. Like, if you build Transcendence, Aussie, Bluestone, Boots. Or Bluestone before Aussie, I guess, because it's like a dollar. Yeah, I'm, I mean, maybe, but even then, like, eh. Not I, I, think, I think the identity of Bluestone on Hunters is Bluestone, Red Pot, and then Invade. Like, that's, so that's, that's, the that's all Bluestone in. on Hunters. Yeah, because you have, like, 40 physical power, and you just go kill them. You have 60 physical power. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Or is it... No, it's 40. But, like, still a ton. Your auto attack swing for 80 is crazy. Um, yeah, that's pretty scary. It, it makes for an interesting kill lane at the very least. So, I, I think Bluestone is an item that's, like, put in the game, and I'm kind of shocked that the response wasn't, oh, no. Oh, what have yeah. they done? Because, like, it's going to fuck with stuff. It's a, it's a hidden change. It's, like, it's not, the card doesn't read, put this into play, you're now overpowered. Uh-huh. The card is, like, it, it's one of those items where, like, it's, it's going to come deceptive. into the game. Yeah, it's going to come into the game, and people will be, oh, yeah, I see what it does, but whatever. That and seems fine, be... and then you read it again from the right way, and it seems broken. Let me tell you, I, I told I've taught this story off the air. Uh, <laughs> there's a magic card, Back to Magic the Gathering, called Time Warp. And the identity of Time Warp is, it's a blue card, which is a control deck, and you play it, and you get an extra turn. But that's not how it was worded, originally. The original <laughs> wording was, when you play this card, target player loses their next turn. Which makes yeah, sense. So, so it's like so, they just. So if you play it, I don't get my turn because I lose my turn. No, it. Because the wording is also target player on their next turn loses. Oh, <laughs> so I lose my next turn. I lose on my. Oh my goodness. Yeah, right. Like it's, it's, it's just a wording <laughs> thing. And that's sort of the trick of Bluestone. You're like, oh, this doesn't seem so OP. I mean, it's 30 damage when you hit with an ability. And how often do I hit with abilities? And then you think about it and you're like, wait a second. For 800 damage, my abilities are doing... Or 800 gold, my abilities are doing, like, 40 more damage. And no other item can do that. (laughs) That's... That's what's nuts. Right. And so, like, that... You know, it's gonna be interesting, and... Right off the bat, day one, far too early to call it. But I'm gonna make you call it. Do you think this item is too strong? I think it's going to completely change the identity of Solo Lane. Because whenever you mess with Wave Clear, Solo Lane changes completely. And it messes Ooh. with Wave Clear. Because it works on minions. And, and to be fair, if it didn't, it would be kind of like a shitty, boring item. But, like... It's interesting because you don't necessarily think of, so- of starting items when it comes to Solo Lane. Yeah, kind you think of, of like, but, like... Rank 2 Mystical Mail. You think of, like, Rank 2 Stone of Gaia, right? But like there's that's... also the Guardian, mid- uh, the Guardian Mark of the Vanguard meta. Of course. Right? Like... Yeah. Soul lanes can really fuck with uh, can really fuck with the soul lane, and, and it could potentially mess with the dual lane too. Um, we'll see. I mean, Wait, just, you don't think it's a you don't think it's a hunter item? Oh, you think warriors and the dual lane? It could be war- yes, Unicorn support for sure. Um, but I mean, maybe like maybe you know physical you go mid-lanes? like physical mid lanes. Yeah, that's possible too. Mid shock. It could. What are you saying? We could see mid shock. It might happen. I don't know. That's Chuck that's like. That video. <laughs> yeah. I love Chuck Mid. It's just kind of a. It does a lot. Basically. Oh my god! Can you imagine Chuck Mid with a mystical man? That would be so good, dude. I want to no. see that in every one of Meerkat's rank games. Me too, dude. Wukong support with a mystical male. Chuck Mid with a mystical male. Just draft five warriors, buy all the mystical males. You don't need solo, magic damage. Solo Kumba Karna with a mystical male. Fuck the mess. Yeah, dude. Because it still which, slows their attack speed. Which, by the way, Solo Kumba Karna. He does a lot abs- more damage now. Absolutely real. Like, not a joke. Not a joke. 
Sobek was a joke at one point. In this, no, actually, he wasn't. But, like, give me a different, you know, Guardian that I, was a joke. Sobek was, like, a joke, and then you're like, wait. Well, okay, so when solo lane started, Sobek was the best solo laner, and then he, like, everyone for, stopped playing him, and he got, like, nerfed or something. And then he was kind of a joke, and then it was like, wait, he's the best again. <laughs> but Kuma so, like, has clear on two abilities and a Mez and a CC mean ultimate that does lots of single target damage. Like, he is really good. <laughs> he's. I mean, like, I played jungle with him earlier, and, like, I, yeah. I, so I did some numbers. So I did some numbers, and, like, your burst is late game gonna do 2,000 ish damage. Yeah. That's a major hunter. Like, is that what the Soul Reaver assassin? Uh, yes. Yeah. And you like, gotta get the Soul Reaver. Yeah, you got it. And, like, that's that's your fucking HP bar. Now, keep in mind, you have a team. So you can do that to whoever. Yeah. And when they land, they're going to be rooted. Like, it's gnarly. I did it in the jungle for fun. And, like, you don't... You just, you're just behind. You can't... It'd be great if you could pop out, blink, and ult, and murder people. But it doesn't really work. Now, that's but you sad. put them in the solo you could lane. Just, you could just play Xing Chan. And, like, yes. you've got percent health damage on your one. And... Your two hits hard as fuck, and your three hits hard as fuck twice, and your ultimate <laughs> has 200% scaling. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 what I did is I took, I took all his ratios and stuff, right? And I gave him a really standard mage build. Uh, boots, yep. Book of Thoth, Spear of the Mages, uh, Pythag's Chronos Pendant, Rod of Duty, right? And I put it on Agni, and I did the uh, Meteor Stun, Meteor, Meteor, Flame Wave Dash. There's 3,600 damage over three seconds, right? Damn. All yeah, right. that's good. That's pretty good damage for me. That's, that's I mean, a lot of damage. Yeah. Now, on Xing Shan, if you do 3, 3, 1, 2, 4, whatever the fuck his abilities are, and then you spin, and there's 4,000 damage! <laughs> Over four seconds, but it's just four thousand damage. What the fuck? Well, Xing Chen is two hundred percent because it hits four times. By the way, Xing Chen is definitely not like going to build full magic power. Yeah, what, no, no, you no, won't no, have eight hundred. Well, he's not going to build full magic power, but Xing right. Chen is also not uh, Geb. He is no Ymir or Kabrakin even. Yeah, he is Kabrakin. Exactly. He's the same type of guardian where it's he's yeah, he's a magical warrior. He scales really hard, he does percent health damage. I'm excited to see Omega play him. Um (laughs) Yeah, no, for 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 sure. I I think I think that realistically, Kumba Karna can be played. You can play him support, it's not a bad thing. He's still got ridiculous amounts of appeal, but I think that Kumba in the solo lane is a reality that could be played at a competitive level, and mm-hmm. I think that Xing Qian will see. I will see definite play in both jungle. Like, because the problem is, I I, th- I see Xing Qian more in the jungle than solo. Because yeah, the wave clear pre mystical mail doesn't exist. The the dot on the one, unlike Bluestone, doesn't hurt minions. Right. Yeah. So your wave clear is kind of bad, but then you get a mystical mail, and you're like, whatever. Because Mystical Mail yeah. is just a great item. Great I'm item. so happy it's in the game. Uh-huh. No, I mean, if it wasn't, like, we'd have solo lane mages running around, and that would be fucking terrible. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I don't know, man. The god seems really good. He's got a lot in his kit. He reduces basic attack damage. Uh, he, which is fun. Because, he has a knock-up into hunters. a root, which is... The knock-up's slow as shit, but, like, it's fine. Uh, he's got a double jump, badass. which is cool. And... 
his ult is amazing. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, mean, his ult is really just, like, Merc 3. But, but like, it does so much damage. So Somebody just, like, control plus that Merc 3 real quick, and he got yeah. real big and can hit multiple people, you yeah. know? So... <laughs> well, and he can move a little bit too, which is nice. Um, yeah, although, yeah. although to be fair, its range is a lot shorter than it looks. It is. Yeah, it's it weird. throws. It's weird. The range it throws it mad in, far. Yeah, the range that he captures you in is deceptively small, uh-huh. and the distance he throws you is deceptively long. It's very like strange. you just you get thrown so far. I think one of the biggest things that's going to happen though is uh, so Koopa Khan is back. Is Dergius back? Yeah, he is, actually. He's been playing again. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think it was Drizzle. I think it was Idris that put out the fire tweet that I, that I retweeted. Uh, let's see. Where it Dude, was... he's in our chat! <laughs> Dergius! Oh, he's back! <laughs> the Kumba Cardaman himself. If you've been following Smite recently, like past season two, Dergius is a player that has always teetered on... He was a very, very capable guy. He was so, the mascot of the Challenger Cup. Yeah, like, the dude that's always... Can we call him European Wolfie? Yeah. Like, sort of that... The the line of good enough to be in the SPL, unfortunately never, like, found the right team or whatnot. His team did well and moved on without him. Who was on uh-huh. I-5 again? Adapting. adapting. Uh, Raffer. Uh, Raffer. They replaced Raffer with Adapting. <laughs> Which was a good move. Yeah. But I mean, like, a lot of the names that were on I-5, you'll remember. Or yeah. you'll know. Mm-hmm. And, and Dergius was the guy sort of that, you know, made the decision that he didn't want to, like, play Smite so much anymore. But, oh, this is this is the tweet. Here it is. Copy link to tweets and chat. <laughs> uh, dude, play Smite, Kumba says. Dergius says, no, nah, but I'm not feeling it. Kumba says, my parents are out. I'm getting buffed. And the Dergius is just in queue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, for, so again, if you if you don't, Dergius is always like on the cusp and like Thorgar's Circuit Weekend, Dergius Kumba. That was mm-hmm. when Kumba wasn't good. Dergius was playing him, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very. You know, you forgot to mention Kiki's Nua. That's oh, another everyone's player dot identity. Now it now it's everyone's Nua. <laughs> Originally, it was Kiki's. Um, yeah. Well, it was yeah, I mean, yeah. Kiki Huge was the only one that played Nua. Turnaround in this character between this split and last, like going from just like only Kiki plays her to everyone, and she's doing really well. And like, I feel like every goddamn day there's a thing, there's a post on the Reddit saying Nua's unplayable because her minions are stupid. Which I mean, yeah, her minions, minions are, minions stupid. are stupid. That's like how you balanced her. The fact that her minions are stupid is what makes Nua balanced. It's funny because imagine, imagine if you could target her minions. Imagine if instead of the fucking shitty cursor it has, where they just pop up in front of you, it was it was Vulcan's backfire. It didn't do damage. It was a skill shot, but it hit someone and minions popped up and like murdered them. Dude, that's, that's she would be broken. That would be yeah. Because that's actually yeah. Was, I was playing Shing Shan today, and a new wall pop minions on me. It did fourteen hundred damage to me. Granted, I didn't buy any magic defense items because I was a solo laner, and you don't need magic defense items. You just have health. <laughs> and then I immediately killed her, but she did fourteen hundred damage. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, she I almost mean, didn't die to my mystical mail. I think a big and then she did because what... I had mystical mail. Mystical mail is a good. What item. a good item. Yeah, it's so good. 
it was funny. We were, I said, hey, Nick, do you want to play Smite? And he was like, yes, can't wait to play the new god. And I was like, oh, you're really that excited for Shig Chin? He was like, I mean, he's okay, but it's just another god I can build mystical mail on. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I was like, wait a second, what? He's like, dude, if I can build mystical mail on him, it's my favorite god. Yeah. Because mystical mail is so much fun. It's so good. <laughs> but so I think Nuwa's seeing a day in the sun because there's no hog. And having mm. like... Objective gets low, and I mean, there's other parts to it, but I think a large sure. part of this, and I, I'd love to know if you agree or not. Objective gets sort of low. You put your minions out. Are you going to come and get AOE stun for eight million damage? Mm. Like, yeah, it's a little a similar to, to Aposh in that way. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's zoning by itself. Mm -hmm. It's a threat, right? Like minions hitting an objective aren't going to do anything. But when I throw shigging metal at that, you're going to die. Uh -huh. Like you, you, you will die because uh, it's that it's the and your friends hurt. Reduced importance of mid camp fights because Nuwa is very bad at mid camp fights because she doesn't have an ultimate. I mean, she does have an ultimate. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't count during a mid camp not fight. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but what she is really good at, and you'll you'll notice that Nuwa completely changes the way that people play around this is Nuwa entirely stops the enemy team. Walking from left or right jungle into lane near your tower. Why? Because the minions pop up and she roots you and they shit on you. <laughs> like, you so, can't take that path against right. Nuwa. Because it's, it's too small she's just going corner. to murder you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, and that sort of holds hands with my sort of... With, she's with my just objective. a very like interesting defensive mage. Yeah, she has, like, that, that goes hand-in-hand hand with, with my objective observation, where she tells you where you can't walk. Like, in a yeah. different way from Cuckoo Khan's Tornadoes, but it winds up being the same result. It's just like, you're, do not pass. Mm -hmm. If you pass, the gate will fall on your neck, and you will die. Yeah, players are also getting really good at using the uh, uh, root on her. Which is really important. Yes, uh, Link gave her ult hits for eight hundred, which is nice. Yeah, that, that's what when we talked to mm -hmm. Paradigm, I believe it was in their post game interview. Yeah, uh, that's where they they said, yeah, we just kind of like Nuwa's whatever, but late game is hilarious because yeah. that's you know you just boom and everybody's like shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just got hit for a third of my health bar. And, and with a meta where sustain gods are very hard to pull off, your options are like Sylvanas and maybe Ra if you're feeling really antsy. Yeah. Uh, and then like this, the guy... There's no counter to it. The guy with the ridiculous name, DH4TK, whatever your name is. That's a big part of it as well. Yeah. Like her vision on vision, demand. Yeah. Map vision uh -huh. on demand. Like, it's better than Thoral because you never... It's never a bad idea to use Nuahal. It's damage. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, if they have a Ra and Sylvanas, all right, it's wasted damage, but, like, if you go up on Thor just for vision and come down... Well, if they have a Ra and Sylvanas, then you get to apply Divine Druid to everyone, so, like, hey, it's yep. still good. And then one of my favorite things Nuwa can do is just slow the entire team fight. Uh -huh. Everyone yep. gets Gem of Isod, which... Realistically is not that great. Right. but It's it hilarious. Be, it's, it's, like, a specific strategy that, like, yeah. hasn't needed to been pulled out, but... So yeah, Nuwa has has yeah. interesting applications, and um, so so she's she's just winning because of well, she's like also you said, like the only mage that does what she does. She's a mage that is safe and defensive and has zone control. And the other mages that do that, namely Kukulkin and Apwash, are not safe. Right? What right. makes Nuwa safe is you go on her, she blows you up, 
and then runs around in her fog and then ults. Mm-hmm. Whereas you go on Alpha or Gagulk and they're like, shit. <laughs> and then Gagulk uses his two, which gives him slow immunity for one second, but it doesn't actually cleanse the slow, so you get slowed again and then you die. He, you like, you, you hope that the ultimate hits and, and, the and that's chasing and you. Your two costs you like 130 mana. <laughs> Some fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> a three no, second move speed buff for 130 mana. Before we go, one more thing on the docket. Kepri. Uh, uh, yeah. Kepri is going to be SPL ready. Now, two things. Kepri is SPL live this week, uh, which is going to impact the game. And also, Kepri wasn't available in ranked. Oh, he's not available in ranked? Well, I, I think it well, is now. I'm oh, okay. All right, that's fine. But prior to now, what? Yeah. Is well, that an I issue? Mean, no, because supports. I mean... So the god needs to be playable in rank thing is like that's fine for like a god where mid laners have to learn how to hit people or hunters have to learn how to hit AMC's lefty auto attacks or whatever. Kepri's not that hard. Like Kepri is some interesting <laughs> playstyle things, but they're the things that are gonna come out of scrims more than anything. Um Exactly. So like I mean it, it just uh, ranked is not Ranked to me is like solo casting as yeah. a commentator. Where like solo casting will get you the same practice that you need in order to not say the same phrases over and over again and not stumble over your words. Exactly. Fundamentals. And like you can learn, as you said, like you can learn how to pillar stun real good in rank. Uh-huh. But it can some it can also like hurt you a little bit in when it's time for game time. We've seen SPL teams lose because they're newer, haven't gelled yet, and do rank strategies. Like, we've seen that this season. So, I mean, like, Kepri is a god. Have have you or other people in the scene been practicing her in scrims, to your knowledge? I think you would be silly to be banning out Kepri nonstop in scrims. You gotta play with and against him. So, alright. So, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, like, so, yeah, jaw. Like the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. I'm trying to be, like, you know, polite here and not be like, so open up your playbook to play No, I mean, it's just like, and- <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, the new guy's available, you gotta see how good it is. You know? Um, so, so, I mean, so, I mean, so it doesn't, it doesn't really seem to, as eager coach, you're not too mm-hmm. fucking mad that Kepri is available the same way she's, he's available. No. I, I, I so... I don't know why. Kepri's voice pack is extremely masculine. He doesn't like... I mean, a beetle doesn't really look like a, a, a gender, right? Like, I can't yeah. say he looks masculine or feminine. But, like, I just keep attributing him... I, I keep thinking Kepri is a, is a female. I, I actually it, have a similar is problem, it, is that I keep thinking Najah's a boy. But see that, like, Najah looks like a, what a traditional boy would look like, right? Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. what people say forever, right? Like, right. And it, it would be, it's just weird when you realize that Najah's actually Kepri's a, a bug! Yeah. It doesn't look like it doesn't have pigtails. It's, it's Kepri because, doesn't have like a skirt It's because on Kepri or... is the mom support. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> like, here, look, honey, I brought you a kill. Look, honey, I brought you a kill. Oh, honey. Put this on. You're going to get hurt. There's some damage reduction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, sweetie, you went too deep. I've got you. Come to mama. We'll walk away home, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. It's totally a goddamn mom bug. It That's is the exactly mom bug. It is. it is the mom but bug. I, I mean, maybe it's the last. Maybe it's like Kepri, R.I. Maybe that lends itself to me. I don't know why, but I, I keep think I keep associating this character 
As a, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> whatever. Kevry live. So as a coach, you don't have a problem with it being the same week as ranked because you yeah. got to practice these things as a team anyway. Right? Yeah, I so. mean, it's a support. If, now, if it was like Reddit Tosker, like where your jungler has to learn how to play that. Yeah. Well, he'll be banned you, you ranked think... anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, the whole What's like, he... if it's something that you have to play, it'll pro- probably be banned and ranked anyway. So it doesn't really help that much. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I can see that. So, I mean, just, just going forward, I want the, your official, if like, is it just a support that you don't mind this? If, if, is, if this, for argument's sake, I have no insight if it is. If this is the new standard where like gods yeah. come out in SPL the week they, they are ranked, is that cool? Depends on the god. I think some are too. It does like, depend on the god. Yeah, I think some are too like skill intensive for that, mm-hmm. like circuit. Okay. Or whatever. Sure. Right. For what it's worth, like, though, those gods, those gods, I, I don't. For I, I think circuit was available and ranked before the SPL. Yeah. There are some gods that on release are an arms race. Like, you're like, this god's going to be amazing, and it's whoever can learn to play them first. Now, is that fun to see in the SPL? I guess because we don't see that practice. Right. You're not going to practice the SPL, so. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun. Like like you said, I don't know if the solution for that is to play it in ranked or not, but. I, I think it comes down to scrim time. Yeah. Um, I think it, I think what's more important is having a timeline line and saying this God's available for SBL play in two weeks so that teams can be like, word, we can start practicing them. Right. Let it, okay, cool. That's, that's, that's good. Like I'm going to write that down and bring that as good yeah. feedback. Yeah. Now, now past that point, let's talk about Kepri, the God itself before mm-hmm. we go. Kepri solo mystical male. Fuck my meerkat. No, seriously. Uh, uh yeah, what's no, Kepri? that's totally what we're going to do when, we, we, when we play as meerkat. Yeah. But so, uh, do you expect to see Kepri in the support or the solo? I like think his... primarily so, uh, support. Uh, maybe solo. I don't know. Could be. His clues, he like, kind of like, all right. Yeah, he doesn't have initiation, for sure. You need you need your initiation somewhere else. Um, I mean, even Sobek can, like, I mean, you don't, but you could blink Tail Whip, right? There is no... Yeah, Sobek, Sobek can Kepri. start a fight the same way that Bologna can start a fight. Where you're like, eh, it'll do. <laughs> Kepri, Kepri is like the idea of Kepri pulling someone out position is like you sneak up to them and you're like, gotcha. <laughs> and you're just going to die. <laughs> like <laughs> Kepri is just going to get blown the fuck up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's really strong. His ult is undeniably powerful, but, and it's two is undeniably powerful. It's freaking percent damage reduction on like a 10 second cooldown. Yeah. And it's AoE. Uh, yeah. That's, but, but, that's what I think. But is he really stronger than Geb, though? Because Geb is the other savior. Geb is I the like, other mom support. I, so, I think it depends on who you're pairing it with. Uh-huh. I think if you have a hyper carry, it can be. Because of the not obvious part of the ult. Yeah, you die, you get resurrected on, on Kepri. If you don't, you have 50% more power. Is it percent? <laughs> let me double check. I'm pretty sure it's just 50% more fucking power. All right, let me let me just pull up Smite Gamepedia real quick. Game info. Gods. Freya, Guan Yu. Freya's such a good god. 
Oh, uh, right here. here we go. I clicked on Capri. This one's yeah, twenty five percent more power. Yep. Twenty five percent. Yeah, you get twenty five percent and forty percent move speed. <laughs> yeah, you get you get dope move speed. You get dope power. So yeah. like, the whole idea that people are people are always sit there and like, yeah, well, you know, Capri, the the ult, it only revives you if you die. So just attacking. So just stop attacking. Cool. I'm still swinging for far more than you are, yeah. bitch boy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and people always forget that. It's 25% more power. Yo, like, put that shit on Anubis, though. That's, well, okay. But, I mean, <laughs> so, I, so I think, like, if you have a stupid high power, high power hyper carry, yeah. right? If you have, like, theoretical Bastet, you know, just 100% scalar, right? mm-hmm. that all of a sudden, Scout's Blessing becomes scary, and you put that instead of Geb. I think it's another option to Geb, not a straight which one is better, which I think is fun. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think I think Kepri's skill cap hasn't been reached and won't be reached this week. And at skill cap, he still sounds scary on paper, but <laughs> he also can't initiate. You know, we're in an exactly. era of the blink supports, and Kepri well, blinks Chuck... in and does question mark. Chalk was played recently. So, what does that have to do with anything? I I I love Chalk's initiate. I think I think Chalk has one of the best initiates in the game. That's why I bring it up. What? Chalk three second AOE silence. It's it's a super. Oh yeah, well yeah, kind it's of. Super I mean, good. if 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 you actually silence them, if you mm-hmm. don't, you're just in the air like an asshole, and everyone walks away from you. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, like right. yeah. So you've got you've got Chalk, which Bluestone Chalk Man. No, no, no Chalk Man, no Chalk Man, no Chalk Man. All right, Chuck I'm gonna man. I'm gonna get this asshole out of your face, guys. We'll see you next week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Peace.